two highly sarcastic lovers, with a romance that spans decades, tell their secrets, and questionable advice, on how to achieve what they have. This is the Married Too Stupid Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this week's episode of the Married Too Stupid Podcast. I'm Kristen. I am Jacob. And we are the podcast that is on the never-ending quest to find out which one of us married stupid. I already introduced myself. But, I'm Kristen. Uh, there's Kristen again. So, how's uh, how's your day going? It's going. I'm tired. Yeah? You getting ready for the weekend? No. Why not? Um, well, you're abandoning your family. You um, approved it. To go to the city that the Super Bowl is happening in, but not to see the Super Bowl. Instead, you're going to go to the city that the Super Bowl is in to watch the Super Bowl, what, on a TV in your hotel room? Maybe. Maybe we'll find a bar. I don't know. Have a brewski? Yeah, maybe find a young hottie. I mean, I just feel like if you really wanted to see the Blue Man Group that bad, there's other times you could have gone. Yeah, but I'm doing it cheap. It's only costing me $150 to get there and back. Yeah, but you could have done it cheap at any other time, too. You know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I could have, but I, I didn't. I think what it was is you were really, really hopeful that the Lions yes. were going to pull through. And, I mean... And so you pre-booked to lock in those affordable rates. Yeah, for one, because I learned during the San Francisco fiasco, prices get up there pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. And then Josh, he wanted to for go... Kim and Constantine, that is his... um longtime lover and friend josh yeah um he uh he was looking to get them literally seven days before or Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right when the lions lost but right before that and it was like six or seven hundred dollars a piece then yeah for the same exact flight so i got them for 150 bucks round trip so i can deal with it yeah and you approved it so and and you know i was okay with closing closing the lounge for for a couple of days. I you don't want to do that. You were the they one used that wasn't. to depend on us. And we are going to be gone for like two weeks, end of March, beginning of April. And um, let's just say our 15% co-owner isn't reliable when it comes hmm. to yeah. helping. He's, um, he's about 15% reliable. If that. I mean, he's called per diem for a reason. Mm, yeah. He shows up when he wants. It's true. That's true. Um. But, yeah, so I'm going to be single mom, mm-hmm. single pet owner, single business owner. Adoptive pet owner. Yeah, that as well. I guess yeah. you could call me a pet sitter. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's going to be some long days. It's going to be some long days. But What about long nights? Do you think it'll be long nights? Probably, because, you know, your dogs are actually quite annoying. And in the evenings when you're down here playing your games and such. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like they save all of their bathroom trips for when you're down here and it's like emergent. So they're whining and whining and whining. And I let them outside to come back in whining, 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 let them outside, come back in. It, it's, it's a lot. It it's sounds a lot. like a lot. It is a lot, Jacob. If only somebody said we didn't need pets, but anyway. Yeah. I don't know anybody who said that. Yeah. You don't. That's weird. Yeah. Um, that's weird. So we're back in our, in our, uh, basement studio yep we don't have a special guest this week um there was one that tried to to infiltrate tonight he was not pre-approved he just supposed to be working isn't at work and he thinks that that's just like an open invite and it's not i think he's (laughs) sick 
Yeah, that's what he says. Um, I think it'll be interesting when you guys are on a plane together tomorrow because he's a big wuss when it comes to flying. That's true. And he's not sitting next to me. So, yeah, you guys don't have assigned seats. So, it's a possibility. I mean, I guess it is a possibility you guys will be together, but it's also yeah, a, it's a big a, plane. It, yeah. And so, I don't know. I see tears on his end. I just can't wait till he experiences flying into Vegas with all the, the turbulence. turbulence and feeling like you're going to die. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Please video it if you are near him. That'd be greatly <laughs> That'd be entertaining. Great. I mean, I've, I'm not scared of flying, but I do feel like I'm going to die when I fly into Vegas. So I will say, um, you know how when you have babies, our kids two and under, they fly free if they're on your lap. Mm-hmm. And everybody says, you know, it is safer in the car seat to buy them their own seat. But like when you're trying to travel and you have young kids, you don't want to fork out that money for an extra seat. But I have flown with my baby to Denver. And let me tell you, it's not fun. The turbulence trying to hold on to a baby is terrifying. I bet it. Yeah, I was like, I had like an ironclad grip on him. And I still didn't feel like it was enough. It was it was pretty scary. Yeah. And those are the, the two places that I don't like flying into is Denver and Las Vegas because of all the mountains. Yeah. They're uh, they're sketchy at best. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, um, but anyway. I do have to say we need to move on because I have a packed agenda today okay. that you don't know about. Um, but first, it's something that I was I saw this and it made me think of you. Oh, boy. And I was like, you know what? I need to bring this up because so you know how you have a love of budgeting your spreadsheets. Yes. Um, oh, sorry. I got a message from you and I'm going to mute that. Um, so here is a story about something called loud budgeting. And I was like, I'm going to need to run this by him. I'm going to do budgeting. it. budgeting. Yeah. So listen to this. I don't like the sound of it. It's called budgeting is officially a flex. And it's from this website that I've never read before, so take that as it it's is. probably written by somebody like you. But wait, it's from The Cut, and this author, or journalist, Charlotte Cowies, she says, Great news for anyone who has ever sat nervously at a group dinner scanning the menu for the cheapest option and praying no one wants to split the bill. Quiet frugality is over. And loud budgeting is now in. The phrase, which means exactly what it sounds like, was coined by a TikToker of the name Lucas Battle in December of 2023. Loud budgeting is a new concept I'm introducing for 2024, he announced in a video that has now got more than 1.5 million views. It's not, I don't have enough. It's, I don't want to spend on that. So the mm. difference is that you're owning your cheapness instead of trying to hide, like not wanting to spend, trying to fit in with the Joneses, mm-hmm. you're owning it. You're like, yeah, that's not something I want to devote my money to right now. Okay. And I feel like in this economy, that's valuable. Yeah. Like instead of having it in your head, like mm, I need to play it out like i'm good i'm good financially i don't need to hide anything being able to just be outright like yeah i'm not looking to spend money on that so i gotta i gotta quit do you feel like you do that like not now definitely in the past because i don't 
I've always, I, I think, I feel like I've always done loud budgeting then. Like I've. Maybe you, I do remember a time when our oldest was a teen and we were going to this restaurant and meeting friends there and money wasn't, we didn't have a lot of it and mm-hmm. he was inviting a friend. So the place was known for their pizza, but they also served other things. And I, when we were going, I was like t- explaining to our son, I was like, okay, so we're going to order a pizza. We need to all agree on a pizza that we want to order. And he was arguing with me like, I want to get a burger. I want to get a burger. I was like, no, today we're getting pizza. And I was trying to like play it down. Like I didn't want to be embarrassed. I didn't want to be like, I don't know, seen as poor or whatnot. Okay. And I remember as I'm trying to have this hushed conversation with our kid, our the wife of our friend was like, turn around. And this is just her personality. Like it wasn't her being rude or anything, but she was like, Oh, so we're we're telling telling him what he has to eat now. And I remember saying something like, uh, well, you know, it's cheaper to just get a pizza and share it. But like it was embarrassing to be called out like that. Hmm. Um, but I did have an example of this the other day. And it's not so there's we, we homeschool and there's this event going on for Valentine's Day at a trampoline park. And I saw it. And I was like, oh, the kids would love that. And there was a, a time conflict with gymnastics. And we've missed a lot of gymnastics lately. So I was like, no, we're not probably going to do that. But then I looked at the price and it was like $18 per person. And I didn't have a time frame for how long you got to jump in my head. I was like, that doesn't even seem like a good deal mm-hmm. to me. And so then later on, a friend was asking, she's like, hey, are you going to go to this homeschool Valentine's party at the trampoline park? And I was like, no, you know, we have a conflict with gymnastics, but also just like financially, that didn't make sense to me. It was just like it was more than I was willing to spend. Even when you were at the Lions game and the kids and I were trying to figure out something to spend our day mm-hmm. there's three different trampoline parks pretty close in proximity to one another. I researched the prices of all three of them, and I picked the one that had an all-day package for a reasonable price because I'm not looking to spend more money than I have to. And this was like 18 bucks. I spent 20 bucks on the all-day pass. Yeah. Like, I was just like, that's, I'm not willing to part with $40. Sure. For but have, you, have you always been vocal like that? Probably not giving reasons like that. But yes. also, like, if, the, if it was something that kids really, really wanted to do, sure, that's fine. But, if, so I, I guess that is a difference. Like, it's not that we couldn't afford it. We couldn't. Mm-hmm. It's that I'm not willing to spend my money on it. Our money. On yeah. It. And say, I don't, I don't know if I view that necessarily the same thing that he's talking about. No? No. I'm... Yeah. So how do you view what he's saying then? Um, I mean, he's saying no to stay within a budget where you weren't necessarily saying that you didn't see the value in it. I think there was a difference. Like he's still going to dinner, for example, but he's staying within a budget because that's what he wants to do. 
you're but that's kind of I, I think that's still the like i have been actively trying to reduce spend i more just if i'm spending money i want it to be for value yes but also with purpose and we have a lot going on as is um so i think i'm i personally am trying to reduce my spend out of pocket um things that are unnecessary yeah um but he says it's not i don't have enough it's i don't want to spend and i don't want to spend on that but next week instead we are going ice skating with that same friend Mm -hmm. and that is a better value to me so yeah i i still i still i still kind of view them as different things yeah yeah but i've but along with that though i don't think i've ever really shied away from telling people no i don't have the money for that or i don't want to spend it on that i think you have Mm, no yeah i i i then it hasn't been a very it's been a very long time if that's the case because i yeah it has been a very very long time but i've seen cases of it hmm. where you're like covering up for like i know we don't have the money and i know that your i don't know your personality would change a little bit like you were trying to cover up that we don't more often than not you would just do it anyway it would go on a credit card whatnot but hmm. It's been a very long time. Like, I would say, like I don't before any of our kids. I say I don't remember it any time recently. So, yeah. But no, I came across that because um, I was looking for different articles today to talk about on here, and I saw that, and I was like, mm, "That would be a Jacob thing." I want to. I want to ask you about this though, because it was a part of the the part of the explanation where he said, "I hope nobody wants to split the bill." I find this very odd. I didn't understand that. Like, so I, I wanted to get your take, and maybe maybe there's some listeners out there. Have you ever gone somewhere with a group of friends and been like, "Let's split the bill"? Right? Now, now I guess there's some details that we would need. Like, are are we well, sharing all of the food, or yeah. no, or, or is it I'm getting a steak, you're getting a burger? And then we're just going to throw it all together and then split it evenly. So I was trying to read, they linked to a specific article about that. And it's one of those websites, like you read one article, you're cut off. You have to pay mm-hmm. to read more of them. So I can't read it. But it basically the synopsis was this person saying, I don't drink, but my friends still want to split the bill. So it reads as though you all of your stuff is just on one bill and you split it evenly. No I find more. that extremely odd. Right? I don't know if Who I have, does that. I have. I don't think I've ever. If somebody suggested that to me, I would be like, "No, thank you." The only time I would possibly is if we all got like the same type of meal. Like, but even that would be weird. Like, if we we were going to a burger place and we all got a burger and then I don't know shared fries or something. Like, I think it would make more sense if you went to like. A tapas tapas restaurant where it's like basically all little dishes appetizers type things yeah that like makes sense maybe thai food like or something you, where chinese where you're sharing something yeah you order just a bunch of stuff with the intention that yeah. it's community food that makes sense but i've never been like hey let's go to mcdonald's you want to split the bill yeah i'm gonna or get applebee's or whatever i'm but, gonna get the double quarter pounder meal and you're gonna get a mcdouble but hey let's split the bill right <laughs> like it's gonna come out to like twelve dollars and mine of mine is going to be $10 of that. 
but I, I, I only pay six. Yeah. Or like, yeah, I don't know. I find That's it bizarre. That's bizarre. Does there anybody out there that does, that does that? I, yeah. I don't. And if you do that, why? Yeah. Is it, do you have the intention of screwing over your friend because you want more than they get? Or are you the person that picks up the additional tab? I don't know. I'd be pissed if I, if I, you know, was the McDouble and had to pay for half of a. Well, I don't know what you would agree to that. I, I don't, I don't either. Be like, you know what? I'll just place my own order. It's fine. Like, I don't, even, even going to the bar, like the example you just said, like, I'm, is, the, you don't even have to keep, ta- keep track of your no, tabs. No, you can do separate tabs. You do separate tabs and it's the waitress's job or waiter's job to make sure it's on the right bill. The only time, like when you go to a restaurant, a sit down restaurant and you're with others, typically they will ask, is this on separate checks or is it all together? And that's because like. If you're there and you're with your adult children, maybe you're paying for them. If you're there with your parents, maybe you're paying for your other par- for your parents or your parents are paying for you. But more often than not, when you're there with the another friend group, they're going to go, how do we want this bill divided? Right. And you go, these two, these two. Yeah. And the thing is, they're already separating it by seats. They're just asking how to group it together. Yeah. I don't know. I, I find that it's, odd. It's, it's bizarre. Um... But the real, like, um, meat, meat and taters of this meat of this whole thing is I was on Pinterest, not Pinterest for some of those out there, my grandmother and our son, Jake Pinterest. And I was looking up specific relationship material for the purpose of casting here. Yeah. To bring, to bring to the people, because we really here, we want to focus on the fact that you know, long-term marriages aren't a bad thing. Yeah, it's really not. It's not. Well, we don't think it is. No. Um, so I wanted to find some... <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> what? There was a comedian that I came across on TikTok yesterday. And it was like, it's all about perspective on how you look at things. And he was talking about, so 50% of marriages end in divorce. Right? He goes, when you look at that, that's kind of crappy. Let's spin it a little bit. Make it a little bit more positive. 50% of marriages end in death. Those are your two options. Divorce or death. <laughs> and when you think about it... I don't think those are the only two options. I what, think he's what, forgetting a few there. What, what would be the other options? Divorce. I just said divorce <laughs> or death. <laughs> oh my god. What I meant was... What was that? <laughs> Okay. What, what else would be the option? What would what, what would what would it be? I don't know what I was thinking there. Divorce or death? I mean, I guess open marriage. I don't know, but loveless marriage. But I but a marriage would end with either divorce or death. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Okay. So that's not where I was. So we were just in my research. Spending a little positive note on that. Sure. <laughs> sure. Positive. Um, what about divorce? Anyway, I came by this quote. That captivated my attention. And I wanted to get your feedback on it. And then I also wanted to um, open up a conversation based on a Reddit post that I saw in relation to this. So the quote says, stop saying that marriage is just a piece of paper. So is money. But you still get up every day and work hard for it. Okay. So stopping there. What are your immediate, what's your immediate reaction to hearing that? I mean, they're not wrong, but I, 
I mean, it is just a piece of paper. You're, it's like comparing two different things. You're comparing different things. Just be, because it's a piece of paper doesn't mean that you're not working at it. It's context. I don't know. So I think it's the people who don't want to get married. And they're like, it's just a piece of paper. Well, so is, so is money. But that has nothing to do with... But they get up and they work for it every day. There are benefits to marriage. Yeah, but one's a necessity, the other's not. Like, you can't really live a life without money. So, I don't... I didn't leave the article up because I didn't see the conversation going this way. But there are... I, I did find several articles today that detailed benefits of being married that are not financial. Like, did you know... Um, those who are married are less likely to become or be addicted to substances or alcohol or things like that. I did not. Their children who grow up with two married parents mm-hmm. are less likely to be in poverty or criminals. I don't know if I would necessarily say it's just marriage. No, I would probably say if the parents are together. No, there was a there was a difference. There was? Yes. Okay. And of course, I don't have the article because I was like, well, the conversation's not going to go in that direction. So exit out of that. So I don't have it up here on my tabs. But it was talking about how kids who grow up with just cohabitating parents who are never married. One, the, the couple doesn't have the same benefits, like statistically, that a married couple would. And we're, we're talking like benefits as far as like government benefits no i said non-financial oh let me let me see if i can so this is this is kind of where i'm 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 kind of at with this so i mean i'm not i'm not against marriage obviously married i did have made like a necessity i i have made uh the comment that if we were ever to split up i probably would not get married again um and and part of that is I don't necessarily believe to view yourself as being married, you need to go through the government to give you a piece of paper to say that you're married. I think marriage is a religious type thing and a a promise between two people and God or a higher power, right? The government doesn't need to be involved in that. Um, But so why do you feel like it's like it's a religious thing? Because I I just feel that it's more based on religion, being with somebody else. All right, let me see if I can... And that anything that has to do... Once you throw the government into it, that's when, more or less, the guy ends up getting screwed out of things. Well, like... I mean, it's, it's both parties. Don't get me wrong, it's both parties. But typically, things normally sway more towards the mother than it does the father... So well, this is going to annoy me because I can't find the article, but it was it it did talk about those who are in long term relationships, but cohabitating, but not married. Uh, they're more likely to cheat versus people who are in a marriage. So that does affect the children as well, but. Statistically, children who grow up with two married parents, like their parents, not like married to somebody else, um, are more likely to grow up to be more successful and less likely to be grow up in poverty yeah. or be involved in crime. 
I cannot, even looking at my history, I can't even find the freaking article. So that's really annoying. But, um, yeah, it was, it was a specific article about benefits that come with marriage that are not financial. <laughs> so I don't know. I then after reading that, I was looking at this Reddit thread and it said, should marriage really be so much work? And this person says, my spouse and I find ourselves continually wondering why so many couples are constantly saying how hard marriage is and how much work they have put into it. Perhaps we are an anomaly. And if so, we will, we also will acknowledge that perhaps we are fortunate to not have to put in the work as so many couples proclaim to do. Do any others feel that if you have to work that hard at a relationship, that perhaps you are not with the right person? I mean, no disrespect to those who have chosen this route to find love, but can't help but question why so many seem willing to have to fight tooth and nail for a relationship that needs constant attention instead of one that flows naturally with each other. So at the same time that I came across this, there's this new article out today from Mandy Moore. Okay. She was previously she writes. Married. She writes now? No, Jacob. It was about her. Oh, about Mandy Moore. Okay. She was previously married to Ryan Adams, who was, I think he's a singer. And she said that she got married at 24, which she said she shouldn't have gotten married that young. That was like the first big problem. But it was a very unhappy marriage, and she stayed in it as long as she did, because in her head, because her parents had been married a very long time. They got divorced the year she got married after being married for like 30 some years. Mm. And she said that in her head, marriage is hard. Marriage is something you're always working at. And so for so long, she, you know, she would have these bad days and she'd be like, it's all going to be worth it. It's all going to be worth it. And then after like five plus years of it, she finally was like, why do I have to feel so bad about myself every single day? Why do I have to be with somebody who s treats me so badly? Like what, why, what's the benefit of marriage if I'm not happy day in and day out? And they did end up getting divorced and she's remarried and has kids with this new person and whatnot. So it like made me think, you know, there's two sides to the whole thing. Like I do think, not just marriage. I think relationships in general, relationships in general require work. Friendships, family relationships, marriage, relationships with your kids. I think all of them require work to some capacity. I don't think one should put in more work than the other. I don't think that's fair. And I do think that there probably there there are marriages that aren't worth putting in the work. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm kind of on the side of the person who wrote the Reddit post. Like, I, I, pers I mean, there are things in our relationship that have required work, but the vast majority of our relationship is not that. Right. So, it's a relationship, I, I think the work is, re I, I think the work is required when not both parties are committed to it. That's when that's when you have to work at it. Committed to what? Like just the issue at just hand? Just the issue or the relationship. 
Because the thing is, like, so well, if one's if, not committed to the relationship, then what's not the as point? not as committed, you know, for a particular issue, particular problem, whatever, as the other one is, then that creates problems. So, well, I mean, we've we've been to counseling. Mm-hmm. I've always been open to counseling, but I'm not necessarily the person who's like, oh yes, we need to go to counseling, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not that person. I, I don't have anything against counseling. I think that there is a need for them, but I'm not the type of person that jumps right at it. But I have said before, and I've said it on the podcast, that if it's important to you, then it's important to me. So that is my way of saying, even though I don't necessarily agree with the problem, it is important to you. So we need to Wait, address it. Wait, you don't it. agree with the problem or you don't agree with the way to reach a solution? I... I I might not necessarily agree with the issue that you have or the way that you want to go about to get the solution. It just anything in general. It, it, so a problem out there, you don't like football. I don't know. That's probably a bad example. You don't care about it, but I do. So therefore it's important to you in, in a way it's important to you because it's important to me. You won't stand in my way to enjoy for me to enjoy something you're letting me go to, to vegas you would have let me go to san francisco you let me get season tickets even though you don't care about it i mean this is a bad example for a problem but no i get what you're saying i just don't think the way you worded it at the beginning because you at the beginning you said um about the work and you you'd correlated it to one person being more committed in the relationship than the other right so Using the football thing as example, if I enjoyed football, but you had a problem with me going to a football game, that's going to create bigger issues. Okay. Or you not liking football in general. Therefore, I wouldn't be able to go see the tickets. I wouldn't be able to go to Vegas. I wouldn't be able to go to San Francisco. I wouldn't be able to enjoy those certain parts of my life, which is going to then in turn create some sort of resentment to you at some point because I'm not asking you to care about it as i do you're asking me to support it you're asking me to support it to be supportive of me and it's the same thing i think with any any problem that comes up it might not be something that i have an issue with but you do have an issue with so you directly tie in support with commitment yeah like if i'm committed to you i'm going to be supportive of you yes in some way okay. you don't you don't have to agree with it you may hate it but there's an understanding. I mean, there are definitely things that I am not supportive, though. I mean, you get a quote every other week. Well, you haven't lately. But, I mean, that used to be your favorite hobby for a long time, is coming up with a new thing to do around the house and getting a quote for it. I, and I, I did was, not support that. I was going to get a quote for a pole barn this week. <laughs> Jacob Daniel. I was thinking about it again. My garage is a disaster. Anyway, we're not talking about that. That is the biggest headache in our relationship. I swear to God. Oh, oh, oh. A headache, huh? It is. You and that damn pole barn. Relationship work here. Like, open up 15 credit cards and just pay for the pole barn so I can stop hearing about the stupid-ass pole barn. I have a credit card now that can pay for the whole thing. Are you talking about the Menards one? Oh, no, the, the new Amex that yeah, I got you'd for get, you. You get your points and everything. There's no points for that one. Gosh, dang it. Anyway, but no, um, I don't know that I would tie commitment to that. I think I would tie, I, I would I would separate support and commitment there. Okay. Like, maybe I don't support your drug habit, but I'm committed to the relationship. I would just appreciate it if you got rid of this habit. I mean, we're kind of 
picking straws or what hairs picking. or whatever the terminology is here. Picking straw. Like I'm talking about like healthy things, like not. I'm just you. You use the term commitment, yeah, simultaneously with working in a relationship, with putting work into a relationship, and you've kind of, you're kind of all over the map. I'm having a little bit of trouble following your scenarios that you're giving. I um, said it was a bad scenario, and you you said you agreed with the Reddit person. I do. I I don't think that. I don't personally think relationships are hard. I think that they are. I see. I think they are at the beginning. I think that there is a lengthy period at the beginning of every relationship where you're figuring each other out and like you both bring different learned experiences to the relationship and you have to sort through. So I see it as like you are bringing two different dishes to a potluck and maybe they don't go together. Maybe you bring tacos and I bring a lasagna. And who wants to eat tacos with a lasagna? So and you have to, taco lasagna. You have to think of a way to mesh it all in together. Maybe it's a new hybrid. Maybe it's something. But we got together very, very young. We were in high school, so we went straight from living with our parents to living together with nothing in between. Stop! So I'm still talking. It was it was a year in between. It wasn't like, hey, we're dating and then we moved in together, but. Okay, but we still went from living with our parents yes. to living together. There wasn't anything wrong with what I just said. No, I'm I, I just letting everybody know that it wasn't like we started dating and then moved in with each other no, immediately again, we were after in dating. School, so, <laughs> no. Um, but even coming to terms with like how we cooked things, how different chores were done around the house, you had your set of ways that things were done and I had my way of thing how things were done and so if I were, were to do something and you'd be like why are you doing it like that like those little hiccups would cause tension every once in a while and those were minor things but think if we had been adults who had like lived on our own had our own lives and then come together like sorting through all of those things to get to like common ground I, that would be complex. And for us, I mean, we were growing up. We were going through all that. I mean, we were teenagers. So I think for me, though, that's that's not the relationship, though. That's that is the, that's any relationship. Yeah. But I'm throwing it out now. Like if if I started dating somebody else, moved in with them. And they put the dishes in a different place. I don't see that as working at anything. Here's a better example. You move in with somebody who also has kids. They're gentle parenting people. You, you are not the gentle parenting type. So say you are in this new relationship and she brings her kids to the fold and you parent your kids one way. She gentle parents hers. It's not, not going to take work to figure out another thing. What if you got in a relationship with a woman that's a Democrat? <laughs> like, you're going to have to Let's, find some common ground. Are we? Yes. You're I'm, not going to end a relationship because I'm of a, political... No, you're not. A political status <laughs> or because of parenting style. Oh, no. No, I mean, they're... I don't know. I mean, I think that there would be a list... Uh, uh, I'm not necessarily... Man's got standards. <laughs> I'm not saying necessarily <laughs> parenting style would be it. I'm saying that every person is going to have 
personal like things that they're gonna want out of the other person. That a person's gonna have personal things that the, they want to get. Well, out of they're gonna have their own personal like wants. Well, no, that they're, they're gonna called having like yes. Oh, so so for standards. Yes. So standards. We're gonna. So if I went in, if I had a standard that I can't be with somebody who's gentle parents that can't that just lets their kids run wild and not punish them or not follow through with them if that's a standard of mine there's not there's not anything to work through that's it it would be a conversation that says hey i don't do this as a parent and i can't and if that's not going to work for you then the relationship is done that 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 is what it is so there's no difference you can think of that would require work up front to get to common ground i think that no i i what if you marry what what if you got in a relationship and you found out she was a vegan then or she's jewish and she abides by kosher rules and you can't cook meat in certain pans or whatnot like you are identifying some for one, really weird ass shit. No, I'm Ew. just saying, like, there is there this, are things out there. You will find something out there. This that you're not going to marry yourself. No, I know, I understand that. Just like I, I didn't marry myself with you. There are, but there are things that I look at that I don't care. Like there are things that you do that irritate me, but at the end of the day, I look at them and I'm like it's small. I don't give a shit. Like I don't, I don't care. And then there's big things that. I mean, you're a recovering a recovering Democrat, right? Mm-hmm. So, there were many, many years that you and I didn't agree politically. And how did we handle that? We still had the discussion. We had discussions, but would would you say that that was work? Because to yeah, me, I I would say that was. See, work. I don't think that was work. I knew what to say around you and what not to say around you. Okay, so we've also been in counseling over parenting differences with our oldest. So, would you not consider that work? To an ex- I mean, yes, I said there are little bits and pe- there are bits and pieces through a relationship that require work. Yes, I feel like I don't like your answers. I don't. I, I don't know why. Because I think what I am seeing as work, I think you you would, but it's not like I think you have one definition in your head as to what work is. Like work doesn't have to be hard. Work is just taking the steps to better yourself and better your relationship and better your time spent with the other person to make that relationship yeah. bond stronger. I get it. It's that. not like a nine to five. I, I, yes, but so I mean, then maybe I'm confused on what the whole conversation was supposed to be about. Well, this, so this statement was just saying those that say continually say marriage is hard. Yes. And have to continually put in a lot of work. work. Yes. I I don't think marriage is hard. I don't think marriage requires a lot of work. That's not saying that it doesn't require work. I'm saying it doesn't require a lot of work. Right. But the examples I was giving of what I thought was work, even just coming to the same agreement as to how to do household chores or how to make simple meal recipes, you didn't think that was work, whereas I did. Yeah, I don't necessarily think that that's work. I think that there are compromises. I don't think compromises are work. Working would require something to be fixed. If it nothing, is fixed. 
But if I, I come in and you don't, and you think that I'm doing something wrong, and I think you're doing something wrong, we fix it by finding a solution together. Yeah. See, I don't. I don't necessarily think that that's a. I don't. I don't think that's a work. I. You don't think that's a work? Yeah, I don't think that's work. <laughs> I think that's a compromise. I think that's that's creating your own. I don't standard think that's whatever work. Per se, I think it would depend on the topic. Like, obviously, when we got together, we were young. We didn't know how we were going to be as parents. So going, and, and also, we have, and I've said it before, we've been different iterations of ourselves throughout our however many years we've been together, 28. Um, you can't, you don't know all that information up you, Yes, I understand that. So to me... Let's go. Let's go back to your 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 vegan. I don't know, and I'm a meat eater. I'm not vegan. I'm or in this whatever. in this pretense scenario. I'll be yeah. vegan. So, to me, work would be. You say, you can't have meat in the house. You can't eat meat anymore. That would be a problem. I don't. That, that's not work. But if you want to stay together, you have to work on finding a solution. If. But me, me saying you can't eat meat, that's not work. Me saying I'm a vegan, okay. you're I, not. You can't live with somebody who eats meat. How about that? But I, I don't see that as work. I see that as like ultimatum type style. I see the work as here's where I'm coming into the situation. Here's where you're coming into the situation. Let's work together to figure out how we're going to manage this. Because I don't eat meat. All that you eat is meat. How are we going to still make this relationship work together and still have what we want out of it? See, yeah, I don't see that as work. See, I, I think you correlate the work part with conflict and I don't correlate work with conflict. I don't. Yeah, but I don't correlate. I don't correlate. We use correlate too much there. I don't. Let's I don't see. I don't see a compromise. Uh, I don't see a basic discussion as work. Like, so I don't, you only like, I mean, if, think of your everyday, your, your job like managing projects and whatnot it doesn't yeah. come with conflict it's different steps to get to the end result right so we got together we didn't have kids or anything like that we were very young but we've had steps we had the steps of moving in together we had the steps of you know adopting a child getting married birthing a child buying a house so on and so forth all of that is work. Like you have to put in the work to get to where you're going in life. Just like going to college is work. Then I don't. Then I don't view it as work. I I don't personally view. So that as your work. college education, you didn't view that as work, because that was getting the knowledge to be in a career field that you wanted. Yeah. Well, it it took a dedication of time. Yes, it was a form of work. A relationship takes a dedication of time, but not. A lot of the things that we're talking, a lot of examples that we're talking about are small conversations that don't take long amounts of but time. Again, work isn't always a huge catastrophic thing. And we are fortunate in that we've had a good relationship. We've had our hiccups. We've had our ups and downs. Not all are like that. Like you have relationships where they're coming from different cultures, different religions, and they still love each other. They still want to be together. Our like big things have been how do we navigate this parenting world of this child how do we get through this how do we get through that not everybody likes that is like that our work has been minimal 
is I think what sh- this person is saying well, in saying. her relationship, the work has been minimal, but it, it, there's still always work. She's saying that there's people who have to put in a lot more like those who maybe come from different religions, different backgrounds, different cultures, completely different viewpoints on taking care of kids or health or anything like that. She is saying, is it worth it to be in those relationships and everybody says marriage is hard. You have to work at it. But is it really worth it if you have to go in every single day putting in all of this mental energy to make it work? That's why I was comparing the Mandy Moore thing. Mandy Moore was saying that she, growing up, she was always told marriage is hard, but it's worth it. So even though she was essentially miserable in her marriage, she stuck it out because she was just always told this is marriage. Marriage is hard. But at the end of the day, she was like, no, it should not be this hard. And she found somebody that she could be happy with. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't view it as hard. Well, that is probably a good thing. And so maybe it's just, see, you don't view it as hard and you don't view it that we've had to put in a lot of work. I see it as though we have had to put in legwork and that's why well, we are good. Well, so again, like I was saying, I, I don't think we, ha- we, we've had to work through certain things. You've mentioned it, parenting styles. There was a huge difference in parenting styles. You wanted one. I wanted a different one. And it took time to work through that. So I don't want to say that we haven't had big working moments that we've had to, to put our relationship through. I'm saying overall, as far as the entire relationship I don't believe our relationship has been hard. And even the bits and pieces of the parenting styles, it it wasn't hard. It was conversations, things that we tried. They failed, they failed. We tried something else. They worked, they worked, and we kept doing them. I, I don't think that was hard. So then to go back to the Reddit thing, if... Every day, or most days, I should say, felt like you had to continue to revise as a couple and figure out solutions to these things that came up. Parenting. Like, you're talking about it one day. Nothing sticks. You're like, well, what if we do this? And she's like, what if you do that? And nothing sticks. And the next day, it's like the same argument and conversation all over again. And it seems like just every other every day, you're having to recalibrate then do you think that's too much? Yes. Okay. I think at at some point it is it comes down to me at that point that one or both of the members are not trying. Or they're just not willing to sacrifice. Exactly. They're not trying, they're not willing to sacrifice which when it came back to us or when I first initially started talking if it's important to you, it's important to me. If it's important to try something, then I'm going to try it. Even if I disagree with it, I'll try it because it's important. So it, it does go back to my original, what I was originally talking about, at least for me. And if it gets to the point where you constantly can't solve a problem, it comes down to the people that are involved. And if you're continually having a problem with somebody, it's probably the person at that point, the relationship's not worth it. I mean, it's the same with work. 
if you went into work and were stressed every day and had bad days at work, is it you or is it the work, your job? Well, it's probably your job. How do you solve it? You get a different job. I think just as it is with the job, you've, I think you need to like exhaust all options before you move on. I don't think you have like a shitty week and you're like, I'm out unless, unless of course it's abuse or domestic violence, something along those lines. But otherwise I don't think it's, Oh, it's been a shit week at work. I'm I'm done. I'm finding a different job. Right. You would take the weekend as a breather. You would reflect. You'd go in with a clean slate on Monday, so on and so forth. Yeah. Same with the relationship. Like, have that cooling down period. Say, <clears throat> what if we tried it this way for a day? And then we'll try it this way for a day, and we'll see which works better. And then if that doesn't work, you come up with a different one for us. And it wasn't our, always our first choice to go to counseling. It was normally like, we've exhausted this, 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 and this. How about we get a third-party opinion on how we should proceed? That's normally how it came to be. Like, we couldn't come to a conclusion or middle ground between right. the two of us. But I, so I think in a relationship, if it is that much work you need to take the steps to find out why it's that much work. And sometimes it is a third party saying, neither of you want to do any give and take here. Mm-hmm. Like neither of you are really interested in finding a solution that meets in the middle. That is compromise. You're not wanting to on my end, put in not on my end, but like as to what I'm saying about what work is in a relationship, you're not willing to put in, the work to make this relationship last by work. I mean, sacrificing a little bit or brainstorming solutions. You're not willing to do that. So I, I think that was a, I think that was a slightly confusing conversation. Yeah. It went a lot longer too than I think it was intended to. But also I didn't tell you what we were talking about ahead of time. And I think that was a good conversation because that is exactly how our conversations go. Yeah. Like when I don't understand something you're saying and I think that you're saying it or like, I'll say it out to you basically as a way to have you reframe something so that I know for sure what angle you're coming from. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, like, I'm confused as to what you're saying here. It happens a lot, yeah. It's just stuff that we've learned throughout the years. I'm just a great explainer. As we've put work into our relationship. Minor work. But I also think we have different views of what work and a relationship is. Like, things that I see as work, you don't. But you seem, not speaking for you, but from this conversation, it appears that you see, like, more serious things as work whereas yes. i see even just like minor things as work yes. and it's not my numbing excruciating work it's just little things that have to be figured out right yeah like dumb example when you move the the bowls to a different place yeah it's a great location and i think it's stupid i don't like it do you really think that that's work me would, telling you that I moved the bowl? Yeah, like, would you consider if... I mean, I don't like it. I think it's... No, weird. it would be work if you wanted to sit down and have an actual conversation about really moving the bowls back to where they were. Then, sure, like, having a lengthier discussion. Oh, okay. Oh. 
But no, I don't think me moving the bulls and saying, hey, Jacob, the bulls are now here. Yeah. And you saying, well, I think that's stupid. And then we moving us moving on from the yeah. whole thing. That does not work. That's just you telling me your opinion and me not caring. Yeah. So love you. <laughs> I do think it's in a stupid spot. But no, I really like it. We don't have. I, but I also don't care. So we don't have the modern kitchen that has the drawers that pull out with the pegs that you can put the bowls and the plates in. So instead I used our cupboards that have a pull out shelf and put our dishes down there because our daughter puts away the dishes and she can't reach the top shelf. So what she's been doing is stacking all the plates on one side of this long cupboard and they're open face cupboards. So it's like there's nothing on the rest of it. And then a stack of like 16 giant dinner plates. And I'm always like, why are you doing that? And it's because she pulls a chair up to put them all away. And she doesn't care that it's aesthetically not pleasing. Well, it's a kid and it's right. So I decided to rearrange and put those down below. So I'm not always seeing them be like, what the fuck is this? It works for me. It works for me. It's, it's whatever. I, um, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, you're moving on. You're you're dealing with it. Man, that was a lot of work. Um, Shut up. I just said that wasn't work. What? Did you get our new Am I the Asshole? Am I the Asshole? Nope. Am I smarter than a sixth grader? Is there something wrong with your head today? I, I didn't feel well this morning. Is I had a back? headache. I don't know. I just feel like I've been really tired the past few days. Because even earlier when you were talking about the thing, and you specifically said... Marriages end 50% because of divorce and 50% death. And I was like, I don't think that's all. And you're like, well, what? Divorce? Like, <laughs> what the hell? I just heard you say it like three times. Yeah, special. I don't know. I think, I don't know. Anyway, so am I smarter than a fifth grader? I had pointed out there was a game available. And you down, did you also download the extra credit pack that I said I did. wasn't necessary? I, I downloaded the extra credit pack. Okay, well, whatever. So, that's another thing that's not work. I'm just so, saying I don't think it's necessary. You're wrong. So do you want to be... Apparently, we have to pick a desk. So we're, we're playing the Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader on the PC. You can get it on Steam. That's not a promo. But um, so... Hashtag not sponsored. Not a sponsor. Um, so we have to select a desk that we want. Do we want to be the free-range dad? The nice mom? The best friend? The standard gamer, the class clown, the academic figure, the fussy baby, or the oldest sibling. I have no idea what these mean. Let's do class clown. Class clown. I don't think it actually does anything, but uh, okay. Great choice. Thank you. You didn't make it. I did. Yeah. Don't take the credit. So... So the way this works is apparently we start at first grade and we move our way up. That's to, good because we were sixth grade. struggling with fifth grade anyway. Okay, so we're going to skip the explanation because we'll figure it out. We're educated. Somewhat. So first grade. And we only do 10 questions. Can you set it for that? No. I, we'll just have to keep track somehow. Okay. Skip classmate presentation. So we get Ava. I don't know what she does. Is so, she asking the question? So we get to pick category do we want to do spelling reading vocabulary or social studies spelling jesus christ okay this absolutely is gonna, spell this is gonna end poorly i mean i am kind of sitting here I mean, are you I ready to 36 spell? place in the cass county spelling bee yeah, good for you wait you're gonna see the word how are... in english the name of the fur wait the jesus this is bad you should be reading this 
Okay, in English, the name of which of the seven continents comes first alphabetically? So your options are Australia, Asia, or Africa. Well, it's Africa. It is Africa. A-F-R-I-C-A? Yeah. Did I need to spell it? No. I, I don't... I don't... I so don't it's know. just like... Yeah, this Language is, arts. Yeah, kind of, I guess. I don't know. Africa. Woohoo! Too easy. No shit. Um... Next question. Is is it still Ava? It is still Ava. Ava seems nice. Yeah, Ava's nice. I don't need to see the kids diagnose of something. Okay, so now we get to choose life science, measures, measurements, reading, or social studies. You know what? Surprise me. Um, we're going to do measurements. Shit. Hey, you picked whatever last time. All right, what do we got here? True or false? A week is made up of five days. False? False. These are going to be stupid questions, I bet. Come on, just let me pick the answer. Can I say, so Casey's here today and he's kind of butthurt that we wouldn't let him be a surprise special guest. He's out in his little lounge area listening to TikToks and it's real loud. Like, it's like he's trying to get attention or some shit because I can hear them Yeah. here. Yeah. All right, so we've, we're both two for two. Could you be a little quicker I, at the transition? You know, it's here? not, it's literally a game show that we're on. Okay. We're well, in I mean, second there's grade. There's no entertainment. We are in second grade. We're already in second grade? I guess. I don't know how this game works. You should, okay. Um, classmate presence, nope. Himalaya. Himalayan? No, that's the the girl's name. I do not think her name is Himalaya. I don't know. Spell a- it. H a l i m a. H a l i m a. Yeah. Halima. Yeah. Sure. Himalaya. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. So. Oh my god. Um. Is there another spelling category? I know. Um. There is vocabulary, life science, reading, or social studies. Vocabulary. Jesus. All right. Well, here we go. This is gonna be bad. We have a tongue twister for you in this vocabulary question. For Jan, oh wait, if Jan is performing in a quartet, by definition, how many other performers are beside her? Three. Three, huh? Yeah. I would say three as well. Because there would be four total. Yeah. And Jan would be the fourth. She would be the fourth. Good for Jan for yeah. being part of a quartet. In Himalaya, let's see what she says. The real answer is three. We were correct. Wow, we're so good, and we're only this three is, questions in because this is really taking so damn long in between picking the you next know what? question. You're the one that wanted to do this. I do because I the one that I was using was running out of questions real fast, and they were just repetitive. Well, good news. This is sixteen hundred questions, or no, sixty five hundred questions. Yeah, and yet you still All got right. the extra so, credit um, bundle. What do we want? Social studies, math, or measurements? It's up to you. Uh, we'll do math. Okay. Okay. Are we still second grade? Because I should be able Common to Common denominator question is what it said. Okay. What is 30% of 30? 10. Oh my God, no. Three? 30%? The answer is nine. Wait, 30? Oh, shit. I'm an idiot. Okay, that was embarrassing. Yeah, it should be. 
You didn't answer it. I did. I just said nine. You said the answer. No, I'm getting the answer right now. The answer is 9%. Okay. Oh my God. 10 would have been 33%. I don't know that 9% was the answer. I think just nine. No, it was 9%. Literally just said 9%. Okay. Why you gotta be so rude? Yeah. How many questions? That was four. Yeah, you gotta speed this along. It's getting rude. So, so far, I'm winning. And that was a second grade question. Whew. Um, classmate introduction, don't care. Oh, we're in third grade now. Are we still with Himalaya? No, we're with Eli. Mm. His name was covered up. It wasn't that I couldn't read it. Okay. Um, life science, social studies, or reading? Reading. God. I'm what avoiding science of all at all costs because oh, so that's the one I need to focus on. What? Okay, but start over with the question. Okay, so in what classic children's book does the title character arrive on Earth from an asteroid and falls in love with a rose? What? <laughs> um, the Little Prince, a cricket in Times Square, or James and the Giant Peach? I have no effing clue. I'm going to go with The Little Prince. There's only three options? Those are the only three options. So read them again. The Little Prince, A Cricket in Times Square, James and the Giant Peach. I'm going to say The Cricket one because I have no clue. Okay, well, I'm doing the, the, P, or the Prince. Let's see. The right answer is... Crime right. <laughs> I have was never hundred percent guess. Never um, heard of that. I, not, no idea what that is either. I, I mean, I haven't heard of the Times Square one either. So, yeah. what is that? I, I haven't either. Oh, the only one I've heard of is James and the Giant Peach, and I don't think I've ever read it. Yeah, me either. Um, life science, social studies, spelling, or measurement. We're gonna do life science. Damn it! Why do you hate me? <laughs> I'm up by two. Man. So, yeah, but I think we need to do 12 questions because why? this is going two per grade. Okay, but True also, I don't... Okay, just continue. True, I'm gonna... No, just say it. Tolawabies? What the hell is that? True or false? Tadpoles and... Tolawo... Tol... I don't even know. Spell it. Tolawogs? Tolawogs? T or P... Polawogs. Hollywogs? Hollywogs. Oh my god, I'm an idiot. Oh my okay, god. Okay, already this is I've won. Bad. Holy shit. Um, tadpoles. I was thinking pole because it's pole is in there. Hollywogs. Hollywogs. Okay, tadpoles and polywogs are terms referring to baby frogs. Yes. Yes. Polywogs. Polywogs. Oh my god, I'm a dipshit. You are. It reminds me of that. You know what? But who's winning this? That TikTok two. Two. When Two? she's trying to say two. <laughs> It's such a great one. You know that's that's a that is a joke. They you told me it. Yeah, that it was. Yeah, they do stupid stuff all the time. Where they like tie things on the back of them and stuff. That like, like there's no way they would have noticed someone pulling their pants and stuff. Hmm. Stupid. Fourth grade. Fourth grade. Here we go. Who do we got? Haley. Not Himalaya this time. No, it's just Haley. Not a polawog. Do we? 
<laughs> do we want social studies, spelling, measurements, or vocabulary? Spelling. Why are you doing this to me? Because it's where I excel. I mean, you picked books or reading or something and lost that yeah, one. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Um, What is the correct spelling of the following word meaning to work out? Exercise... E X E R E X E R C I S E exercise. That was what I was gonna pick. You it, were not. Yes, it was jackass. Because it's not X or size like a size of a shoe. I'm not completely stupid. You're pretty close. I just can't read. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Such a Himalaya polawog. Polawog. Like, you know what? At least people are going to be laughing at me. Yeah. Uh, at your expense. It's fine. It's fine. At least I didn't miss two questions. Next. I'm getting there. It's loading. Thank you. I think that the people... Social studies or math or measurements? Social studies. We haven't done social studies yet. Okay. Let's go. What are you looking... I, it has to... Lo- uh, it has to load. What's with our internet? In the U.S. It's a game. It's a game show. In the U.S., what is the last or the latest month of the year that the lunar new ye- new year can begin? What is February? Is it February? I honestly, I'm gonna say January because I have no idea. I think it's February. All right, I'm gonna go January, but we picked February on the list. It's locked in. It is February. You are correct. Yeah. Well, because we, when we visited San Francisco when Parker was like 18 months old, mm-hmm. it was during Chinese New Year. There's a big parade, and that we visited in February. Oh, I should have known that. I'm actually playing a, an event called uh, New Year on my uh, Whiteout Survival. Whiteout Survival. <laughs> Which I, so I, I mean, you're I'm in late the middle right of a snowpocalypse, but you plan events for Chinese New Year? Yeah. For yeah. the people to keep morale up? Yeah. We're in the fifth grade now. We are making it to the fifth grade. Here we go. Um, I don't need Jack Juan. Jack Wait, Jack Juan. Jack Juan. Jack Juan. Jack Juan. Spell it. No, it's Jack Juan. No, it's so measurements, vocabulary, (laughs) reading, or life science. I don't know. What does Jack Juan think that we should do? (laughs) Jack Juan thinks we should do measurements. Okay. Is it Joaquin? I don't know. It might be. J-O-A-Q. Yep, yep, that's what it is. Joaquin. <laughs> All right, Jack Juan. Jack Juan. <laughs> Dumb ass. Truth false. In the parts of Manhattan where the streets are laid out in a grid, it takes 10 north-south blocks to make a mile or to walk a mile. I'm going to go with true. Oh, this was a true or false thing? Yes, true or false. Read it ten, again. 10 blocks make a mile in... Okay. In the parts of Manhattan where the streets are laid out in a grid, it takes 10 north-south blocks to walk a mile. You're saying true? I think it's true. I'll go true. Okay. What does Jack Quan say? Jack Quan? Um, it might be five. Let's see what it is. It's false. What is it? Oh, it's 20 blocks to make a mile. Really? That's a shocker because if you know anything about traveling with Jacob, his blocks are like the equivalent of four to five actual blocks. 
he just <laughs> says it to trick you so that you don't want to get a taxi. Yeah, or well, this was when we were poor and we, you know, had to say no. Um, so, we want to do vocabulary, reading, life science, or social studies with Jaquan. Oh, we're still with J- Jack Quan. We're still with Jack Quan. Um, let's go vocabulary. God, why do you do this to me? All right. Put away your dictionaries for this vocabulary. All right, Jack Quan. Okay, which of these would make the most sense as a collector? I probably screwed that up. Of the word break. Collector? That's not collector. Well, you you read it. Col- colloquialism? C-O-L-L-O-C-A-T-O-R. The hell is that? Colloquator? Of the word what? Of the word break. Okay. Is it a bath, a habit, or a drink? I fucking, I need a drink, so I'm gonna go with that. Of the word break? Of the word break. And what are the options? A bath, a habit, or a drink. I'm going with a drink. It just makes the most sense. I have no idea what this even is. I'm gonna say habit. Okay. So we're gonna go with bath as the list here, but I'm picking drink. Since both of us are so confident in this. I'm not confident in I know, that's why I picked the one that neither of us picked. And it is a habit. Cool. Sorry, but you picked the wrong... I did. I picked the wrong answer. But you were right. So now we're tied again. Yay for us! And I think we're going into actually the sixth grade now. So who is our kid for the sixth grade? I don't know. We're moving on from Jack Kwan. What's <laughs> Jack Kwan? In Himalaya. In Himalaya. Um, mm, let's see here. Who do we get... Do we not get one? We have. We to have a don't kid. get one. We don't get a kid for sixth grade. I guess we don't. Okay. Do we want reading, life science, social studies, or math? You pick. We haven't done a math one in a while. We're gonna do math. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Here we go. Final. It's the final question. It is. Okay. Let's do this. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Is that the question? What is six and seven eighths? Times three and one half. Shit. Tacos. Can we use calculators? Holy shit. Um, eight six and seven. Wait, six and seven eighths times three and a half? Yeah. So it'd be 18. 19 something. Eight, eight. 19 something that's, what, that's my what? answer what, wait what are the options you didn't even tell me the options i, I know 18 and 7 16th 24 and 1 16th or 24 and 7 16th so 19 that you started with no I started with, I started with 18 first because okay. six times three is 18 so i'm gonna say the 18 one okay so 21 half i'm gonna go with 20 24 and 7 16th so you're going okay, and i don't even i don't even care what your math okay. is on that i'm going 24 and 7 16th you went with 18 and 7 16th okay here we go let's my see. money is on you winning this because you're a math guy here we i'm an idiot because you're right <gasps> i lied that's kind i lied of- we actually both were wrong um, it was 24 and 1 16th because my math in my head popped up and then it was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's cool. We're both wrong. So we're both wrong. So we both myth, myth, myth. we both myth, <laughs> <laughs> we both myth, 
We if both, that doesn't we, go with the theme of the night. We both miss free. We miss free. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. So we're both stupid. Uh, All right. Well, maybe next week will be better. I would like the listeners' feedback as to how they felt about this game. The only I, I like the questions because we were running out of the other ones, but it seemed pokey. It did take a little bit long. I actually kind of liked it, though. Yeah, I, I, I kind of liked it. Um, and I think it made I think it made me reading it a little more entertaining. Well, yeah, Jack Kwan and Jack Himalaya. Kwan. <laughs> Himalaya. Yeah. And whatever that one word is, colloquial or something. Yep, and then tadpoles. Um, anyway, okay. so are we ready to move on to the yeah, let's, the assholes? Let's segment. jump over to the asshole. Should I say asshole? <laughs> is it the asshole? Is it the asshole? So, per the use. I'm going to blindly select. You're, you're not going to look? No, I'm not going to look. That's, See, the thing is, I'm already in the Am I the Asshole subreddit, but because I've had it open, I've read the title of the first one a few times, so I'm not going to pick that one. I'm just going to... That's a good idea. I'm looking up at the Harry Potter spell book mm-hmm. that's in this what room. What about the gun that's up there? That's no, nice I'm gun. not looking at that. So here's the one I'm going to pick. Am I the Asshole for not wanting a guy included in our mom friend group? Oh. Let us proceed. I, Does she have a history of swinging? We don't know, Jacob. We haven't read anything. That's just like our kids asking me something while I'm in the middle of explaining something to them. So can you just shut the hell up and let me read that was what this is? That was really that was rude of you to interrupt, actually. I disagree. I, a 35 female, am a single mother to two kids who are five and three. Both my kids are in daycare, and over the years, I have built a solid friend group with a handful of other moms and our kids regularly get together for playdates. The father of my kids is not in the picture at all and my relationship with him is non-existent. This is 100% for the best and I am currently in therapy to deal with a lot of things that my ex did to me. This friend group has literally been a lifesaver for me at times. A few months ago, there were two new kids that started at our daycare center. They are similar in age to my kids and were placed in the same classes as them. I noticed that their dad was the only parent to ever pick up or drop off the kids. He would try to make small talk with me a few times, but I am uncomfortable around strange men, so I would be polite, but not engage further than that. Our mom group has a group chat that we use to support each other and arrange play dates. A few weeks ago, one of the moms texted the group chat that she was adding this new dad to our group chat because he wanted to have his kids participate in play dates outside of daycare. I privately texted that other mom and told her I don't feel comfortable with a man I don't know having my contact information and told her that she should have consulted all of us before deciding on her own to add him to our group chat. I then texted the rest of the moms and told them that I want them to keep a separate group chat without the other dad because I don't know him and it makes me uncomfortable. This resulted in a lot of divided opinions, with about half of the moms agreeing to a separate chat and the other half saying that would be too difficult to keep track of and that it is wrong to exclude another parent just because he's a man and that I'm being unreasonable. The mom I texted privately replied to me that she has talked with his dad numerous times and that he seems like a good person, a nice person and a good parent, and that his kids shouldn't be excluded if they want to hang out with their friends outside of daycare. She told me I am being difficult and making this all harder than it needs to be. The other day, when I picked up my kids, my five-year-old was upset because a bunch of his friends were talking about a play date that he wasn't invited to. I texted the moms about it, and they said that they were getting the kids together with the new dad and didn't invite my kids because of how I was acting. 
I told them it was rude to exclude my kids like that. And a couple of the moms told me to grow up because that's exactly what I was trying to do to this dad and his kids. I'm at a loss because these moms have been so supportive to me in the past. And as soon as this dad comes into the picture, it's like they pulled a 180 and don't seem to care at all. There are still other moms who agree with me, but now it's like our friend group has been divided by this. Mm. I have feelings about this. Do you? I would actually like to hear your feelings because, well, so let me, I, I'm going to start. Um, okay, so, so fuck your feelings, yeah, Kristen. Yeah, fuck your feelings. Um, world doesn't care about your feelings. Um, so I actually, I, I think that she did the right thing and texted the, the other friend and said that, uh, um, she was uncomfortable. I think that was a good, good way to go about it. And I also think she did a good job asking, uh, to keep a separate, uh, uh, list for just them. I do understand that could be difficult. Um, and especially, so if it was just like information going back and forth, then I don't think it'd be a big deal, but, um, excluding the guy like for play dates and stuff. I, I think that, I think the mom was going maybe a little too far in that piece. Um, so I don't, I also don't agree, disagree with the person who didn't include the kids though. Um, for not inviting you do or don't I don't I don't disagree with the mom for not including her because the guy was going to be there I don't I don't disagree with that so um, I don't think she's the asshole I think she she handled it well based on what she wrote but I mean there's consequences to actions and if she's uncomfortable around guys and they wanted to have this person feel included or these kids feel included then it's kind of comes with the decisions. So, so now, now that I got my little 15 seconds now out of the my way, feelings what, matter. Yeah. Your feelings matter. now. Um, I think she's an asshole. You think she's an asshole? I do. I, I think that everybody is the new person once yeah. at some juncture. And when the group chat started, I don't, she didn't say if she was in it from the beginning or if she came later or if she was the founder or what have you. But did she do an analysis of who was in the group and who would have her contact information when she joined initially? I don't know. Um, It sounds to me like she's got some baggage from her previous, from her relationship. And she says she's in therapy that she needs to work through because it seemed like this new member of the group chat being a male really triggers her. Yeah. Like she does not want him having her contact information, which, and I could be reaching on this, but kind of like gives fear vibes. Like, well, obviously she doesn't want him to have it, but why does it have fear attached to it? Was she in a bad relationship, like with abuse or what have you? Um, well, that's kind of what I was alluding to with, well, not necessarily the abuse, but by having two separate, like... That's asking a lot, though. It is. But, I mean, I'm saying if one was, like, you know, a play date, get-together, like, chat for everybody involved, and... But, see, even that also doesn't make any sense, because if she was worried about the person not having their contact information, having an additional one doesn't solve that problem. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of leaning your way now, but also, so another thing is one myself, I, if I'm going to add somebody to a pre-established group for something, 
I will typically say, hey, are you okay if I bring so-and-so into this? The exception to that would be my 40th birthday trip. Like, it's my trip. Like, I decided who I wanted on that trip. And when I just decided, hey, Kim from Constantine should come, I just added her. Like, I didn't ask the others. But otherwise, I would say, hey, I have this friend so-and-so who's interested in this or being part of this or anything. What are your thoughts on me, including her in this? Um, so I, I would never just be like, Hey, this is our friend now. Let's include him in everything. But also in this day and age, it doesn't matter if somebody doesn't have your contact information with social media and being at a daycare. Like she even said, like he talks to her at pickup and stuff like that. It doesn't matter. Like he knows where your kids go to daycare. He knows what town you live in. Most likely he can find your profile on Facebook or TikTok or Tinder. Who knows? Um, I, I, I think she's making too much out of a minor thing. And I think it's asking a lot for her friends to maintain two different groups. And then her getting mad because the new group has a play date with the dad and his kids. Like, yeah, well, that's these kids I- are the same age as theirs. It would be, and daycare rooms aren't typically that big. So it, she seems to be asking a lot of her friends to don't have this guy in our main group have maintained two separate groups and also plan play dates. I don't want to be with this guy at the play dates, but also don't invite, don't not invite me yeah. to the play dates to exclude my kids. Like, Think it through, people. Yeah. Well, like I said, there's consequences to re- to actions. And even though I think she, if she did feel uncomfortable, like I said, I think she appropriately said something. In the beginning, yes, I do think and, she did. But and, it's like she didn't get the answer she wanted. Right. And, and again, I don't know what the purpose of the, the chat group chat was. It, was it supposed to be like an all mom thing or was it really like a right she doesn't say that a daycare play date group if that was the case then she's overstepping if she wanted to keep the all moms because it's a mom group and she has conversations with them on there then i understand that too well and if if the group has been together because she said throughout the years they've really been a lifesaver for her with what she's been going through with separating from her kid's dad that she obviously has an emotional bond with that group. And it's likely me just reading into it that it has been the same group from some period for some period of time. People don't typically like change, especially when they have an emotional tie to it. Like I compare it to when I found out that my aunt and uncle were getting divorced and I, he had been my uncle since I was born like that. That's changed. That's changed. And you have an emotional bond to that person it sucks. So I kind of get her emotions with that, but also life is ever evolving. Relationships are always going to look different. Your kids are going to have different friends. You can only control so much, you know? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> you know, life in general is just, it's a toughie. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've gone on way too far. Way too long. That too. What time are we at? If you had to guess, what would you say? 
Uh, an hour and eight minutes. You're wrong. An hour and twenty five minutes. Shut the front door. It it, it is shut. It's locked too. I, I okay. Okay. Good. Um. So next week, I think I think we need to skip the TLDR because this is a bit lengthy. Yeah. But I will say I think next week we have another special guest, a pre-approved, a pre-approved two special guests actually. Mm-hmm. At least that's the idea right now. Yeah. And we it's going to be too much. No, no, don't give too I much. Wasn't going to give too it's much. It's a special Valentine's episode, that's, and that's, that's all. That's literally what I was going to say. It was a special Valentine's episode. It obviously will be released after Valentine's Day. Yeah, but the day after. We do have Mr. Kim from Constant. Calm yourself. He was a little excited about this week's episode. Why? He, I mean, you are in the group chat. You could have seen it earlier today. This morning, he texted and said, "Where's the new episode?" Does and he his not wife, know? His wife was like, "It's Wednesday, dear." Oh, jeez. Um. Well, and then he's like, "Great, it's going to show up on the podcast now." Well, it is, Mr. Kim from Constant. Mr. Kim from Constant. It's always been Thursdays that when we've been. When is Mr. Released. Kim from Constantine going to come on the podcast? I don't know. We should approve that one. Maybe we could do it during during a bowling thing. That would be loud. Yeah, it would be loud. Anyway, so Mr. Kim from Constantine, enjoy this episode and calm your teas, please. Yeah. Everybody have a great week. Okay. We'll, uh, Peace out, See you next week. Bye.